hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far and happy new month. Welcome to the month of June. I say welcome as if I'm the one who controls time, but it's my birth month, so I feel some personal responsibility <laughs> and ownership over the month of June. I pray that this month brings you greatness and double for your trouble. I've told you guys in the past that I have a theme for the whole year, which my theme for this year is peace. And then I have a theme for each month. And for the month of June, my theme is double for your trouble. Double blessings for all the heartbreak, strife, difficulty, drought, struggle. I think I've already said struggle because struggle is deep. For all the hardships that you've gone through, you're going to get double blessing, double honor, double joy, double celebration, double happiness, double love. It's, it's just coming. And this is what I am personally tapping into for the month of June and of course the rest of the year and the rest of my life. <laughs> and I hope you guys tap into it as well. You'll be surprised if you stay expectant that greatness is coming around every single turn, around every corner, you'll be surprised how much that will happen because you're open to it. You're open to receiving it. You've stayed open and you're looking for it in different ways because you're expecting it to come. So yeah, that's what I wish you guys for the month of June. I hope this month does you well, gives you happiness and joy and whatever else you want. The weather's also getting nice. So there's that hopefully we'll be off of lockdown here sometime soon because it's getting a little crazy. So before I get into the actual episode for this week, I just want to make a little announcement that I will no longer be doing the words to live by at the end of each episode. Not that they're not a good thing, but with growth and adaptation, no, with growth comes adaptation and trying new things and getting getting your feelers out there, right? So this is episode 112. I've been doing words to live by in some iterations since episode one. So that's been quite a while, over two years now. And I just want to try out something a little different. Even a few months ago, you would have noticed that I had two bo um, bonus episodes, the Minute Mind Shifts, where I just discussed things that I thought were important and were shorter than my typical episodes. So I just put them out in that regard. But who knows what I'm going to be doing now. I'm not saying that the words to live by are gone forever, but they might come up in another way. And I truly believe that the whole episode itself is a word to live by. So why, why put it at the end? Just take in the whole thing, bring out your notepad, save it and apply it in whatever way you can. So yeah. That's the change. And also um, the episode lengths, you might find them changing as well. My schedule is getting a little busier, so I don't know if I'd be able to maintain the bonus episodes. So if there is a shorter episode, because there's something I really want to get out, it might just be what you get for Wednesday. But I promise to always try my best to give you guys practical, applicable, and strategic information on these episodes. So yeah, that's enough of all of that. Let me get into the episode for this week. And today I want to talk to you about losing faith, specifically when your prayers aren't answered. It sucks. Like <laughs> I could get into it all day long. And I've been feeling the need to talk to you guys about this pain because it's that 
horrible, horrible pain that can make you upset with God. Which sounds like a horrible thing to say, which sounds very taboo or blasphemous to say that you're upset with God. But at the same time, I don't believe that to be the case. We are humans. God is aware aware of that. And these are real feelings, whether we express them outwardly, whether we say them or not. These are things that we're going through as human beings doing this life walk, right? And I can also talk about it because I've been there. Like, as you guys know, in 2019, I lost my father. And a few months later, um, the end of a relationship that was almost eight years long happened. These, these two things happened, both outside of my control within like three months, I'd say. I know I wouldn't even give it three months. It, the relationship started ending less than a month after I lost my father. So it was a very traumatic time for me. It was a time where I questioned my faith a lot. And I came out on the other side faithful, more faithful than I've ever been, as you guys can tell by the way I speak about these situations. But that wasn't the case at at all times within that situation, right? So one of the difficulties is the fact that you ask for it, you pray for it, you fast for it, and you faith for it, yet the outcome isn't what you had hoped for to happen. And this sucks. Like, I don't even know how else to put it, but to just say that it sucks. You put in all the work, you did all the things, the things that they told you to do, the things that the Bible tells you to do, you applied it day and night. And the result that you were applying it with the intention for just doesn't happen, right? So like prior to losing my dad, I remember praying so hard for him to be healed. Like I've always been someone who prayed and fasted, but from that time till this moment right now that I'm speaking, I don't think I have ever prayed as hard and as like diligently as I did during the time when my father was ill. I would fast for days on end. And these are the spiritual things, right? But not only did I stay in that spiritual realm, I also activated the practical realm. So I did research on foods, supplements, nutrients, anything possible that could maybe work so that I could also say I was doing my part, right? Like active faith. I'm not just faithing for it and putting it in God's hands, but I'm saying, God, what pieces could be in my hands and how could I apply those now to do my part while you do yours so we can come together and get this thing done, right? So I did that. I researched and I trusted God to answer me because why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he answer me? I did the stuff. I prayed. I fasted. I faithed. I I petitioned. I I moved in that faith. Like faith without works is dead. So I did the works. And yet, why didn't it work out? Like, and why wouldn't my father be healed? Like, that was the question that I was asking. I'm 26 at the time. My sister's 28 at the time. We're not married. We don't have kids. Like, why would my hardworking father not be able to be there to see us get married and play with his grandchildren and do all these things? And why couldn't I have a father 
past my 20s, you know? And these are the questions, right? And it's like, when you think of it, there's no way to logic it. So if there's no way I could logic why I should be without these things, then why wouldn't God do it for me? Like, <laughs> And that was the question that I was asking. And when God didn't do it for me in the way I wanted him and intentioned and worked towards him doing it for me, it was a piss off. I know that might sound wrong to say, I know it may sound blasphemous, but it was a piss off. And the reason why it was a piss off, even if I didn't, even though I didn't stay in that place of anger for a long time, but it was a piss off because I felt like I had the formula and I applied the formula and I didn't get the result. Like, is this not math? Like you told us, you gave us the cheat code. You gave me the Bible. You told me what to do to get my heart's desires and I did those things and I didn't get what I thought I would get based on what you said you would give me. Like, that 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 sucks. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to put it. It really sucks. And if we take away the analogy of losing my father and slide in the analogy of the end of a long-term breakup, there's another aspect of it that really, I would say, upset me in the losing of that and it's that part of security like when you're in a situation where you've already thanked God for giving you something and now you're in the in the resting phase where it's like okay I'm in a relationship this relationship has been going on for a long time so my next expectations is things like marriage kids and perceived happily ever after because we've been in the thick of this right oh my gosh in the thick of it. I'm on TikTok way too much. Um, and this could happen with jobs too, right? And I'm sure many of you guys know someone or even have experienced it during this pandemic where someone has been in their job for years. They have been doing this job. They already could foresee that. Yep. My pension's great here. In a few more years, I'm going to get that pension, relax on a beach, live my best life. This is where I'm going to be till I retire. And then yoink, it's pulled away from you. And now you're unemployed because they're like, yeah, you've been with us for 15 years, but right now, you know, the economy, we have to slow things down or we have to even shut down our whole operation, right? And there's a pain that comes with having thanked having thanked God for something and having it be, be snatched away because it's almost like you feel blindsided. Like my father being sick and praying to God to save him and heal him and keep him alive is very different to not even feeling the need to pray for something anymore because you already feel like God has done it for you and you're in that gratitude phase and then it's yanked away from you. Like all of these things can really put you in a place of like unsettled faith where you just feel like, how am I supposed to trust God? Like, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to even trust that you'll do anything you say for me because this I thought you would do this and you didn't do it right but what I've gained by having my heart broken in so many different ways in more pieces than I could even ever wish on anyone is an understanding that God is not a math equation he's not 
And even if we were to say that the Bible gives us the formula, right? Like, you know, there are some people who say the Bible is the master key. And if you have the master key to something, that means that that key should be able to open every single door you have planned because that's what master keys do in the physical. And if you guys are comparing this book and its words and actions and instructions to a physical thing, we can also logically compare the results in the same manner, right? So as I said, God isn't a math equation. That's what I've learned. And even if he was, there's a one variable that we will never, ever, ever possess. And that's the ability to see the full picture, right? Because we are operating in time. Right now you are listening. I am recording this in a moment in time. It will be posted in a moment in time. And there will be a moment in time where you will see the notification, click it and listen to what I am saying. These things happen in moments. There's no way that as I'm recording this right now, you can see me recording it. You don't know if I recorded this five months before it came out or the morning before I posted it. You guys don't know. And I don't know, right? I don't even know when you will listen to this because that variable of time is one that we could never remove. We can never replace. It's what we operate in. Whereas God operates outside of time. And that variable within itself is, is one that at one point frustrated me because of my need for control. But at another point also gave me a firm sense of calm and peace and trust in my maker because I really don't have another choice if we're being honest. And also because he's never failed me once. He's never, ever failed me once. So our moments, especially the traumatic ones have a way of sucking the light of hope for the future out of our minds. They are so heavy, so dark. It's like, if you think of thick smoke, that is what trauma feels like. It's so thick. It's so thick that even if there was light, you can't see through it. You can't walk through it. It's choking you while it's there. And even if there's greater things outside the window on the other side, you're surrounded by it. So you can't even see or conceptualize the fact that things could be better on the other side. It's It sucks the hope and the joy out of you, as I said, right? We can't see past it. And I get it. I've felt this, as you guys know. You guys just know my 2019 story. That's not the only story. I just, that's just the story that really catapulted me into everything that I am and everything that I do now. But like, of course, there's been many more traumas prior to that and since then. And I get it and I felt it. But what I also know, as much as I know this type of pain, is one certain scripture and that scripture is Romans 8:28 all things work for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose and i'm sure if you're a christian you've heard this many times like all things work together for my good all things work together for my good all things work together for my good and what does that mean it's nice to say it when you're looking when things are happy when you've met that person and love is <laughs> love is thick <laughs> And everything is sweet. It's good to say all things work together for my good. But how does that apply to you when things are not as good? How does that apply when 
you've prayed for something, you've faithed for something, you fasted for something, and it doesn't go the way you had intentioned it to go. How does that work? You know? And that's where faith really comes in. And that's where the word matters, right? It's always easy to apply good stuff when we're in the midst of good things. But as the word being the master key, it it applies even when we don't want it to. Even when we look at it and say, how could something be better than this? How could this be for my good when I can't see past it, right? Like losing a father, losing a parent, right? How can this be for my good if I if it means I'll never have a, fa- a physical father on this earth or my biological father physically on this earth again? Like, how can that be for my good? In all things is nice, right? But it's in the midst of pain where we wonder when. Like, when will it be for my good? <laughs> like, if you say all things work for the good of those who love him, and I know that I love you, who have been called according to his purpose, which I know we have all been called according to his purpose, because as long as you're on this earth, there's something that you're meant to do, right? So it sounds all great and nice, but when? <laughs> like, <laughs> when is it going to work together for my good? Because this doesn't feel like my good. How could this be my good when I feel this sad, when I feel this down, when I've tried to do the things you told me to do and it's still not working, how could this be for my good? And if you say it's going to work together for my good, when is it going to do that? Because in this moment, I couldn't tell you, I can't foresee it. As I said, trauma is thick and blinding its smoke, right? So the answer that I found is always on time. <laughs> like, when is it going to work? Always on time. And I understand that that isn't a consolation and that it can it can sound like a cop-out statement, but I've lived this. I'm not sitting here and preaching to you from my ivory tower of never having been touched by life. <laughs> like, I've been touched, pushed, shoved to the ground, burned, bruised, paper cut by life. So I can say this with confidence and I want you to take my word, but I also want you to develop this within yourself for yourself, right? Because when you're going through it, you're not even going to be thinking about this podcast. You're going to have to pull and muster that strength from somewhere within yourself, right? So the answer is all the time. Even when you don't feel it, even when you don't see it, it's always, always, always on time. And as I said, this isn't the best comfort in the midst of hardship, but trust in the Lord, like trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him. This is such a like emotionally heavy discussion. And I think I owe it to you guys to be this candid because if we're really working on this, it's not just the cute and fluffy stuff. It's the stories. Like I could sit here and I could have made this episode in a way where I just tell you how to break through faith and give you five steps. But if I talk to you guys about how I've done it and then help you apply it, there's a human aspect to it. There's an honesty to it that couldn't just be done with me throwing it at you. Right? So trust in the Lord. When I have been at my darkest moments, when I saw no light, nothing bright, nothing hopeful, I would literally force myself to say, God, one day, allow me to look back at this moment and understand why this has happened. Because right now, I don't see it. 
and I'm feeling worried, I'm feeling helpless, and I'm feeling scared. And sometimes when I said that, it was like BS. Like, you know when you hit hit that rock bottom and you're just like, if you say so. <laughs> like, it's literally a spiritual if you say so. Because you said that these things are going to work out for me and you say that it's for my good. But I don't see that right now at all. But if you said so, uh, all right, <laughs> I guess so. Let me just tell you, please let me see it eventually because right now I see no glimmer of it. And even if I didn't want to tap into it, I can't even tap into myself. I don't have strength. I don't have the ability right now. I am at my weakest point. So what else would I do except for say, if that's the hope I can hold on to, meh, let it be what it is, right? And and I guess I trust you. Like that was another part of it. I guess I trust you, even if it's because I have no other choice because I've lost all control. So what else can I do? It's been that dark. (laughs) I keep giggling about this because I look back on it and I can laugh, which is a blessing within itself. Because if I were to tell some of these stories, if I were to do this episode at this time last year, I would probably be bawling in your ears right now. And that is just the grace of God and the truth of his word that has brought me to a place where I can talk about the most difficult moments in my life and giggle about them because they make sense now, right? And in those moments when I would say those prayers, they did not make sense. Just make it make sense when it should. That is another part of the prayer. Make it make sense when it should. And as you guys can tell, a lot of these things make sense now for me. And I am confident as the sun is bright during the day that your stuff will make sense for you too. In due time, in due time, give it patience, give yourself grace, give yourself time to feel those emotions. If you need to cry, cry it out. If you need to tell God, I don't trust you right now, tell him. He, God is not man. He's not going to get mad at you for these things, right? And I think often our issue is that we look at the way human beings have treated us in our times of need, the way they haven't come through for us, the way they've condemned us, the way they've pushed us away when we were looking for an embrace. And we attribute those characteristics to God, forgetting that God is not man. He would never do that to us. You can go away from God for years. You can ice him out. And the day you decide to come back to him, he won't be like, oh, so you need me now? Welcome back. I'm not even going to waste my time with you. You're just a user. You can't use your father. You can never use your father. And that's an important thing that I just went completely off track, but I needed to say because I think that somebody needs to hear it. And another thing is say thank you. Like, this is something that I've applied many times. And even in the passing of my father, even in that breakup, I, I said thank you. And that's probably the hardest and sometimes not fully sincere thing to do. But it's, it's that whole faith it till you make it type of action. Like faith it till you make it is like fake it till you make it. But it's applying faith. And I don't even know if it's a real thing. Maybe I just made it up. But either way, faith it till you make it. It's that, it's that. You said, you said, this is what I should do. You said, this is going to be my outcome. I can't believe in myself right now. And I might as well believe in you. So I'm going to thank you in advance because you're going to make this make sense. And when you do, I'm going to finally realize why I had thanked you. Right. When I lost my dad and I was on my way to the hospital, I was frozen. Like 
completely frozen. I was at work. I got the call from the hospital telling me to come in. And you know, if they're calling you at like 11 during the day, even though you were there the night before telling you to come in with this like super somber voice, there is a reason behind it, right? So I hopped in a taxi, the first one at the side of the street, and I booked it down there. And on my way, I was completely frozen, completely, completely frozen. And I remember saying, thank you, Lord, because you know why. And it was tough. Like, I'm never going to sit here and deny the fact that it was tough. It was ridiculously tough. It was painful. But I had nothing else. And I didn't want my parent to suffer. I don't want anybody to suffer. And I know God doesn't want us to suffer either. He doesn't, God loved and loves my father way more than I could ever love my father. God loves me way more than my father could have ever loved me. My mother could love me and anybody can ever love me. He doesn't want any of us to suffer. So if he would say it's his time to go, that's out of his love. And if this is the void that I'm going to have in my life, it will be filled because that's also a part of his love, right? He doesn't choose. And because he's outside of time, he sees how everything is going to work out. I had nothing more to lean on during this time than God's track record. And for those of you guys who are going through a faith stumble or a faith shift or a faith crisis, right? Like whatever you want to call it, you just don't know what's happening with how you're feeling and your trust towards God, your trust towards yourself. Lean on God's track record. I don't know what else to tell you. Look at every other thing in your life that you thought you wouldn't make it through. Every other thing you thought would destroy you. Every other, this is the worst day of my life that you've ever had. I don't know how I'm going to recover from this that you've ever had. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I feel so lost. I feel so scared. Like, this is the worst day ever. I don't know how I'm going to survive it. And the fact that you are here listening to me speak right now shows that you've survived it. Maybe not in the way you had thought it to go, maybe not in the way you had hoped it to go, intentioned it to go, faithed it to go, fasted it to go, prayed it to go, but it worked out for you. Like I'm looking back on my life and I cannot see one thing that I thought would destroy me that has success, like that has successfully destroyed me. Because if it had, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys. And there have been things, and as we move forward, I'll try to add a little bit more storytelling into these episodes to let you know a little bit more about me and how how I'm able to apply or how I'm even still working on applying the things that I tell you to do, right? It's a process. I understand that. But it's a worthy one to work through honestly. It's a worthy one to work through honestly. And the reason why I say honestly is because when we lose our faith in God, when we're upset with God, when things don't go the way we want, there's a part of us that has shame about it, right? Like, you know when I said that it's a piss off and I was saying that it's blasphemous? It's because a part of my mind when I was saying that out loud was like, hey, don't say that. <laughs> That's wrong. Do not say that. But it's the truth, right? And if we are hiding in these pleasantries and in this facade of this is how I should be, this is what a good Christian is, when our feelings and what we're feeling on the inside is completely opposite, 
we are doing ourselves a major, major, major disservice, a major one. And this is part of the reason why I created the mind, spirit, and body exercise. Like I've spoken about this before and it's in, it's in the link. It is a practical journaling exercise. It takes you from your mind, which is how you think things to be your truth in this moment. You write it all down. Like, let me just walk you through how it's going to go. It's, it's a journaling exercise that can take you anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour to days. It depends what you need to get out and how you need to do it. And by the way, it's absolutely free. This is not something that I could ever charge for because it's something that I will talk to you about. And I wish I could walk each and every one of you through it, which is why I created the resource. So you start off with your mind. Do you write down exactly what it is you're feeling in the truth, in the raunchiness of it, in the sinfulness of it, in the disrespectfulness of it, because it's for you. You write it all down. What is in your mind? be honest, be raw, be inappropriate. If you need to swear on those pieces of paper, I promise you God's not judging you because when you're swearing in your mind anyway, he hears you. This And this is working towards the greater good, right? So the first thing you do is you start off with the mind, you write all of that out. The next thing you do is you decide what you want to replace those thoughts with. And you write those down as well. You write them down, you copy them down, you jot them down. And from there you go on to the spirit because in order to fulfill to solidify your mind, you got to follow it up with faith. So this is where you search for word to match what you want to replace, match it up, match it up, match it up. There are so many resources, Bible gateway, the Bible app, your physical Bible, Google, my best friend (laughs) and everything else. And you write out replacements. You write out things that are going to help solidify the foundation that you're trying to build. And after that, you move into the body, which is where you take actions in line with who you want to be and who you believe is possible based on faith because you're tapping into all three of them because that's what you need, right? Like those times when I was telling you that I would say to God, God, I do not see it, but I trust your word and help it help me make it make sense. That was me changing my mind. Right. And I activated that with faith because of that scripture of all things work together for my good. And I moved my body in whatever ways were necessary. I took actions towards whatever it is I believe to be the truth, because that's how you do a full body experience. Because a lot of times people want us to say, people will say these scriptures at you. They will, you'll tell them your life story and a difficulty you're going through and they'll suggest you to read a part of the Bible. And I'm never, ever going to deny the benefit in that, but there is also another part to it. Do you believe what you're reading or are you just, are you just, are you just saying it because that's, that's the script you need to activate every single part. So this is what I am offering to you guys as a freebie for your journey in this because it's a tough one. It's one that you will go through probably many times. Our faith is tested often and it's not a bad thing. It doesn't make you less than it makes you a human who questions things. But when you question things, coming back to your source for the answers is so beneficial. And sometimes it's hard to get there. Sometimes we don't know exactly when or where or how to start. So that is why I am offering you this journaling exercise. The link is in my show notes. All you got to do is give me your name and your email and it will be, you will receive the link absolutely immediately and also sent to your email. 
So this is the end of this episode for this week. I really hope that it helped you. I hope that for those of you who are still struggling, that you find that peace. And if you want to talk, please reach out. My contact information is in the show notes as well. I would love to be of assistance to you in whatever way I can. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening. Don't forget to like, review, share with a friend, and